Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Joining us now is the man who was calling the game in the Waikato today uh, between the home side and Bay of Plenty, Ken Laven. G'day, Ken. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Nice to be on your show. Yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. You've got a cracker on your hands. If last week thing anything to go by, 35-34 uh, that game last week, you reckon you're going to see uh, much the same? Yeah, well, obviously that game is an indication of how close the two teams are. It's probably... Reflections of how the quarterfinals gone this weekend, hasn't it? With all the games um, being thrillers, with either team both um, capable of winning, going uh, going into the final minutes of all three games so far. So um, good to see it. That Canterbury Northland game was pretty special. What a year it's been for Northland. Yeah, been a massive year for Northland. They really seem to have turned things around. Uh, they've got a great crop of uh, of young players coming through. Ken, I just hope they can hold on to them and build from here, eh? Yes, exactly. And that's going to be the reality for them if they've got the money and the resources to be able to retain uh, the roster. But it's a challenge everyone faces. Hey, Kenny, I, I just wondered how much you did catch of that uh, Wellington uh, game against Hawke's Bay. And, th- and this is by no means um, meaning to d- disrespect Wellington for, for their victory. But uh, Hawke's Bay, to me, they're, they're a side that you've commentated on plenty and you've seen a lot of in the last couple of years. They had the shield as well. But they seem to really seem to have dropped off the pace big time. Is there a reason behind that? Do you think they got too much talent for the results I've been getting recently? Yeah, well, I suppose the big their biggest loss is Ash Dixon, the captain, uh, the hooker, mm-hmm. uh, the, the physical leader, uh, the organizer of what's probably the best line-out drive in the country um, that they've got going. That, you know, he's the calm, he's the calm head in the storm. Um, and he's the wild man when you need to throw your weight around. Um, and you don't, you know, those are special, those kind of players, mostly, as you know. Um, and if, you know, if we're trying to find, you know, one reason or trying to find one, one factor, I know it's a collective, but, uh, but his, his absence is a massive um, one, given, you know, given obviously his experience, his leadership, and his captaincy of the team in the last five or six years. Yeah, absolutely agree here. You do miss players like that. And they also have a way of, I guess, in tight contests, galvanising a group. And I think they've missed that experience. Um, speaking of experience, Auckland brought a bit, bit back against North Harbour. Many fancied North Harbour in that game. Were you surprised by that result? I know it was pretty dramatic. Um, Harry Plummer clutching it at the finish. But uh, many thought Harbour would win that one reasonably comfortable. But they didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, well like you might know, I don't like to disrespect uh, other teams as well, but that back three of Sean Stevenson, um, Tavita Lee and uh, <clears throat> and Mark Talia, um, they would be close to the best back three um, in, the, mm. in the Bunnings NBC. Their ability to return the ball from the backfield is special. Uh, nobody's going to beat Tavita Lee. He's a top try scorer um, for the year, and they're, and they're now out of the competition. He's that far ahead. I think he's sitting on 
12 next group of players are on nine. Um, and they're so good. And, of course, Sean Stevenson, I'd be surprised if he's not there or thereabouts in that All Black 15 um, as well. And I thought that if there was going to be an X factor that would separate North Harbour from the pack this year, it would be their back three. But, you know, Auckland were able to um, nullify the threat that they were and uh, hang on and get the job done. Uh, Ken is a man who loves both uh, overall codes. There's a lot of talk about Sean Stevenson going to the Dolphins, um, or being, too, you know, having conversations with Wayne Bennett. He was over there what a couple of weeks ago for a couple of days. How do you reckon he'd go in the 13 man? Yeah, well, to my knowledge, he's never played rugby league, uh, so that would be it um, would be a challenge uh, for him. And I've been commentating Sean since he was a 15 year old at Auckland Grammar during our coverage of Landover over first 15 right the way through. To, um, to, where, to where he's playing now. So he hasn't had a season or hasn't had any experience at, um, at rugby league. And if he was going to play or front a fullback uh, rugby league, he's in some pretty elite company when you consider that, um, you know, James Tedesco is over there to Woolwich at Manly, Latrell Mitchell at South Sydney. Um, and you've got Joseph Suwali as well, who's, who some say is going to be a fullback in... Um, in first grade in the next few weeks. So, you know, I don't think that Sean would be at that level. I'm not sure, you know, if that's the best thing for him to do at this stage of his um, of his career. Um, because, you know, I would have thought that, to me, I look at Sean Stevenson, there are no weaknesses in his game. All he's lacking for in terms of getting elevated to the next level is an opportunity. Obviously, he's not going to get that if he goes to rugby league. You've got your pulse Kenny on uh, the NPC on obviously our through doing a lot of the college uh, rugby as well on, on our growth in the game and our talent coming through uh, in any of that young talent uh, that you see and have been seeing so far this season that you think could be bolters to go on that All Black 15 um, that Leon McDonald's coaching and the, and the All Black selectors are selecting? Yeah, I don't I, I I don't know that I don't know that they would be bolters. Uh, mate, I think that there's an obvious I reckon that there is an obvious look to how that all black fifteen um is going to put together and I think it's gonna be you know, there's gonna be those that are not gonna get regular not gonna get regular time um with the all black. So what would we do with Peter Fetter? Should he go with the all black team or should he go in the all black fifteen? So that would determine whether or not a bolter comes through for that. You know, what are they gonna do with Roger Trevis Hashek? Is he going to be in the All Blacks or should he go on the All Black 15 and play two full games um, as well? So, you know, I don't know the answer to those kinds of questions. But I would think if they were picking a strong All Black team and a strong All Black 15, I wouldn't think that there's room for too many boulders that we don't already know about. How much do you know and what do you think the chances are for young number eight Peter Lackey from Wellington? Well, maybe he's young. So, so, so am I, but he's young and it's his first year. Um, interesting to see how he goes in his second year. Um, but, you know, is he, um, is he better than Hudson Tutu? Um, is he better than Akira Ioane? Um, is he better than Jacobson? Uh, my answer to that is at this stage, no. Is he an exciting kid? Yes. Has he got a big future? Um, yes. Should we take him in the All Black 15? Uh, well, if they were going to take a couple of kids, maybe, but um, I don't know about throwing him in, uh, throwing him in too early when he hasn't really mixed it at Super Rugby level. 
Um, and I'm not disrespecting the, the Bunnings NBC, uh, but it's not quite the same intensity or pace that he'll be required to play at if he goes to the next level. Um, we don't even know if he can force his way into the starting lineup of a Super Rugby team yet either. So I know there's been selections like that before. You know, Rico Ioana, you remember, went straight from Auckland Grammar to the New Zealand Sevens team. Damien McKenzie was fast-tracked um, as well. So I know there's always exceptions to the rule, but it'd be my view that we just need to take it easy with him and see how he goes in Super Rugby. You mentioned RTS before. Uh, the the uh, story seems to have been that uh, Ian Foster's picked the phone up and asked Auckland to play him at 14. Um, it feels to me like a maybe not a failed experiment, but experiment. But he just feels wasted uh, out there. What's your take? Yeah, well, I think he primarily came to play in the midfield back and backs and came to play, um, you know, New Zealand rugby. And the Blues, you know, they're not going to spend the kind of money that was required to get him across and not play him. So now I guess they've got to try to find a spot for him um, in the team. But, you know, if you talk about 14, have a serious conversation about um, about 14. Well, our two best 14s in the game are Sevu Reese and, um, and Will Jordan. I don't think you get any argument um, against that and Rogers older than both of them. So um, I don't know if it's a failed experiment. We all want we all want him to be the kind of player he was in rugby league and rugby union. Um, yeah. You know that's what our, I guess that's our measure of a success um, for that exercise, and we still haven't seen that. All right, just finally today, mate, you uh, you're there commentating. Uh, what's what's the weather like? Is it a nice day? And um, what's your prediction? Where's where's this game gonna? Uh, how's this game gonna play out? Well, I can't have played Bay of Plenty last week, and the score was, I think, 35-34. And um, mm-hmm. the all three quarterfinals now, this, this weekend, have gone down to the wire. Uh, the conditions here are pretty good. It's a little bit um, a little bit overcast. Uh, as to who I think I was going to win, mate, I've got no idea. Um, <laughs> they're just uh, too, just too close. Um, it's too close to call. Uh, and both Ross Filippo and Waikato, and um, Richard White and Bayer Plenty both know where I live. So if I pick the wrong team, I'll burn my house down, brother. <laughs> uh, good stuff, kid, mate. Oh, we'll let you go. We'll let you go and get prepped, mate, uh, for, for that big game. Good luck with the call, man. Have a great call and enjoy the match. Cheers. Thank you very much. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.